cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my
Pour out your oil on me, Lord. One more of your anointing, Jesus. More of your anointing, Jesus. Speak to me, Lord. Shows that we are human beings. Task is what shows that we 
as a man, he humbled himself and was fully obedient to God, even when that cause is death, death on the cross. That, that was it. The Bible says he humbled himself unto the point of death, which is the death of the cross. When we talk about the death of the cross that Jesus Christ died, it was a very shameful death. It is a death for criminals, the highest known criminals in the land. If you go to the book of Deuteronomy, you know, from Deuteronomy 21, from verse 22 to 23, Deuteronomy 21, 22 to 23, the Bible says, whosoever is hung on the cross is, uh, is considered to be a cost of God. They consider them to be a cost of God. So, so uh, uh, Jesus Christ took that shame for us on the cross. Now, another thing that uh, we can interpret when Jesus Christ say a task, that it also fulfilled the promises of God that he is the Savior. It fulfilled the promises of God that what is the Savior. If you go back to that John 19, 28, say, after this, Jesus knew that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I touched. Look at that. That the scripture might be fulfilled, which means there was a prophecy ahead of time that a time will come where somebody who is the Savior will be hanging on the tree, and then he will say, I cast. And that prophecy was actually in Psalm 92, remember Psalm 69, verse 21. Psalm 69, verse 21, the, the big part of it says, And in my cast, they give me vinegar to drink. In my cast, they give me vinegar to drink. So the father just can say, I cast, shows that he fulfilled the promise or the prophecy that was ahead of him, that is the Savior. But the third thing that we can learn, what just can say at that, is that it shows that he so much loves us. And that was why he went through the pain. That was why when they tried to give him vinegar, you know, if you go to book, book of Mark 15, 23, Mark 15, 23, and they gave him to drink wine with mouth, but he received it not. He did not receive it. He, he, he wanted to go through the pain. He wanted to have the full experience of the pain. And that kind of pain that he went through was what is called a redemptive pain. You know, it's just like a mother that is in labor, and his mother said, you know what, because I love my child so much, I don't want to get epidural. I, I just want to go through the, the, the delivery mass. And the mother refused epidural. Do you know, if the mother refused epidural, the, the pain will be maybe 10 times. More. And that was what Joker did. He didn't take any painkiller when he was on the cross. He died with the pain, the agony of, of the cross. So that was actually what shows that Joker actually loved us. Romans 5 verse 8, the Bible says, But God commended his love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ did not wait until when we begin to act right, until when we begin to do what is right, before he died. He died for us even on credit. Because he could see that if he died, people will be saved. He, he could see that if he died, millions and millions of people will make it to heaven. So when, when all of us were still sinners, when we are still bad, he died for us on the cross. So it shows that Christ actually loved us. Now, I want us to go to the story of Samson. The reason why I first gave us the, the, the task of Jesus.
some of this free point and then we are going to pray because this morning I, I want by the grace of God I want to prepare our heart because we are going to be asking for the power of God but if there is no task to that if there is no task for power of God in us there is no way that power will come upon us and that's why today many people have been crying and crying for power but they have not received it because there is no task there is no genuine task in their mind or in their heart for that power Going back to the to, to, to Judges chapter 15, what can we learn from the task of Samson? What does it mean when Samson says, I tossed and it cried unto God? What does it mean? Now, the first thing that it also means is that Samson was also a human being, though he was a powerful man. It also showed that Samson was a human being. Do you know many of us, because of the way God uses most of the men of God, we think they are angels. We think, oh, maybe they, are, they don't even eat. They are always fasting every day. Oh, they don't even commit any sin. They don't even commit any blunder. They don't even commit any error. Who told you that? No. We call them man of God. It is not God of man. We call them man. So which means man comes first, even before God. It is God in them that does the supernatural. And that's why they are called man of God, man. Then of God, not God of man. They are not God. They are just ordinary man like us. And Samson, though, if you look at Samson, most of the powerful things Samson does, you would have thought Samson was a supernatural being. And that was why when they say I cast, <laughs> it actually let us know that he is just ordinary person like us. Ordinary person that God used to perform great and wonders. Ordinary person that God used to do great exploits. So the book of Acts 14, I want us to write it down. I'm just going to summarize it. Acts 14, you know, there was a time the Bible says the, uh, the apostle Paul and Silas, they went to a city of Lystra. Lystra, there's a, there's a city called Lystra. And when they got there, they saw a man that was impotent from, from verse 8 to 11. And the Bible says, when Paul saw that this man asked his faith to be healed, Paul commanded that man to rise up. And the Bible says, the man got up. Even though that man was born lame, he got up and he started working. The Bible says when people saw the miracle, look at what they, they, they said. The Bible says they wanted to make sacrifice unto Paul. They said, wow, these are gods. Because by ordinary words that Paul spoke out, he, he made a lame man to work. And look at what Paul said in verse 14 of Acts 14, verse 14. And Paul told them, he said, we are also men of like passion with you. We are not God. We are just men. In fact, the Bible says, Paul first tore his garment. He tore his garment. And said, no, don't make any sacrifice unto us. We are just men like you. And I, I, want, to, I, want, to, I want to say this to us. Don't let us worship any man of God. No matter how powerful they are, please let us do Because when we do that, <laughs> we are going to, uh, we can even invoke the anger of God on them by, by comparing them to God. And that was why Paul, Bible said, he tore his garment. He said, no, we are just ordinary men. We are men of like passion like you. Don't, don't worship us. Don't sacrifice any good. Don't sacrifice anything to, you know, to, to us. We are just men like you. And then remember the book of, James chapter 5 verse 17, you know, because of the miracles that Elijah did, <laughs> many people think Elijah is a superhuman being. In fact, Elijah did not even die. As we all know, in second, from 2 Kings chapter 2, from 
verse 9 to 15, the Bible says the chariot of fire took Elijah, I mean, the wild wind of God took Elijah to heaven. So, because of that, many people think Elijah is not human being. But the book of James chapter 5 verse 17 let us know that Elias was a man subject to life passion as we are, which means he was angry, there was a time he was angry, there was a time he was discouraged, there was a time he was sick, there was a time he was, he was running away from a woman. From Jezebel, in, 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 in 1 Kings 19, you know, Jezebel sent the messenger to him and said, I'm going to kill Elijah, just like Elijah killed all the 400 prophets of Baha. He said, I'm going to kill him. Go and tell him that I'm coming after him. And the Bible said, this man ran. He was a man subjected to fear, just like we are also subjected to fear. But that said, he was a man you know, like a life passion as we are, and he prayed. What made him powerful was that he prayed. And that is why I want to encourage us. If we can also become a man and woman of prayer, we are going to become powerful. When people see us, they will think we are angels, but we are not angels. It is just the prayer that we pray that gives us the power. That's when you pray, honestly, that it might not rain, and it rain not on the earth by the space of three and a half years. So Elijah was a man. So which means what Elijah did, we can also do it. That is, you know... <laughs> For those of us who are going to follow this teaching now, we are, we are talking about this money. After today, we begin to see the wonders of God. I'm telling us, we begin to see the wonders of God. Now, another point I want us to consider, uh, another lesson we can learn, when, when Samson say at task and he was so thirsty, was that Samson prayed unto God when he was thirsty. The Bible says he called unto God. That is... Doggish chapter, um, chapter 15. Look at verse 18. And when he was so attacked, he called on the Lord. Look at that. So which means the, the, the task that Tamshin was having, the task he made him to call unto God. I want to ask us, whenever we are tasked, who do we call? Do we call to men or do we call unto God? Something called unto God. He cried unto God. And that is to show that Something was a man devoted to prayers. The book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 6. That's a blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. But they shall be filled. If there's hunger in us too. If there's thirst for God in our heart. And we begin to call unto God. And say, God, I want to know you. I want to see you. Come and answer me. Come and show yourself unto me. By the time we do that for a couple of days, before we know it, we are going to see Jesus Christ face to face. So, so, so we could see there when the Bible says he called unto God, Samson prayed. He was a man of prayer. The book of First Timothy chapter two, First Timothy chapter two, from verse eight. I say, I will, I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up only hands without word and without, without doubting. So, which means we can pray anywhere at at, at any time. We can pray anywhere and where at any time. Look at the book of Isaiah 65, verse 24. In fact, God promises us that he said, Before they call unto me, I shall come to pass, that before they call, I will answer. That is Isaiah 65, verse 24. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear them. There is a promise of God that before we call unto God, so which means God already knows our heart, but he still wants us to call. And that's why he said, Before they call unto me, I will hear them. And while they are still speaking, I will hear them. So before the call, we answer. And while they are just speaking, I will hear them. The book of Psalm 4, verse 1. 
Psalm 4 verse 1. The psalmist says, Hear me when I call, O God, of my righteousness. Say, Hear me when I call. The book of Psalm, 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 Psalm 4 verse 1 in New Century Version, it says, Answer me when I pray to you, my God who does what is right. Make things easier for me when I'm in trouble. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. The book of Mark, 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 Mark 11, 24. Mark 11, 24. And that's why I said to you, what things ever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's the purpose of God for prayer. Matthew 21, 22 again says, and all things whatsoever you desire or all things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. All things, you say, all things whatsoever, whether we want good health, all things whatsoever, whether we want good job, all things whatsoever, whether we want healing for our children, all things whatsoever, whether we want promotion, all things whatsoever, whether we want good wife, all things whatsoever, whether anything that we want. And that's when we believe, all things whatsoever, whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believe it, but we just need to believe God for it. If the Bible says, you shall receive it. And the book of Psalm 55, Psalm 55, verse 16 to 17 says, As for me, I will call on God, and the Lord shall save me. Look at that. As for me, when people are calling on other things, I will call on God, because I know that God will save me. And look at what it says in verse 17. So evening, morning, and at noon, will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. I will call on God in the morning, I will call on God in the afternoon, I will even call on God in the evening, until when he hears my voice. Now, the third thing we could learn from the task of Samson, I'm just going to wrap up in the next five minutes and then we are going to pray, is that Samson recognized God for his past victory. If we also want to experience the power of God, we need to recognize God even for the little things he has done for us in the past. For example, maybe maybe in the past we were sick of headache, and we cry out to God and say, "Don't heal me of this headache." And God heal us of that of that headache. We can also take that testimony to God when we are praying, maybe for something more severe than headache. Look at what Samson said. Look at what Samson. I want to show us this is scripture. And when he was so attacked, and he called on the Lord and said, "Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant." Look at that. He said, you have given me deliverance, great deliverance in the past. Now I am thirsty. If you gave me great deliverance in the past, won't you be able to quench my past? Won't you be able to take care of this little problem I'm facing now? So Samson was telling God, I said, you, you, I know that you did it for me in the past. Whatever I've done in the past, it was by your power that I did it. And I know that you can do much more for me right now. And that was why Samson did. And did you know? Did, do you know it was the same thing that David did before he actually approached Goliath in First Samuel seventeen thirty-seven. I want to read this from First Samuel seventeen thirty-seven. I want to read it from uh, Common English Bible Version, CEB, Common English Bible Version. I want you to read it to to write it down. First Samuel seventeen thirty-seven. Look at what David said. David said, "The Lord." And the Lord, David added, who rescued me from the power of the lion and from the power of the bear will also rescue me from the power of this Philistine. Look at that, what David said. <laughs> David said, I know God that rescued me, God that delivered me from the lion, from the power of the lion and from the power of the bear. 
I burst out from a place of dryness. I pray that this morning, as we begin to pray, where there is dryness in our life, in the name of Jesus, water will begin to gush out in the name of Jesus. I say, water will gush out in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, let me give up one more point, and then we pray. The last point, I have almost seven points or eight points here, but maybe I will, I will touch on it some other time. Maybe next week Sunday we are going to continue. The last point I want to mention to us is that we could see when something cried unto God and say, I passed. But the Bible says God made water to come out. What does that mean to us? It means when, whenever we have any need in our life and we cry unto God, God can supply that need. If we need money, we can cry to God and say, Father, I need money. Supply money. No. And before you know it, somebody will call us and say, I just sent you some money into your account. Before you know it, something will happen. I'm telling you, this is something that works. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, the Bible says, But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God that I, I serve is a God that can meet all needs. My God that I, I serve is a God that knows when we are in need. He knows our need. The book of Psalm 145. Psalm 145. Let me, let, me, let me read it to us very quickly and then we are going to pray. The, the, the book of Psalm 145. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, Thou openest thy hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. Every living. Thou openest open thy hand and satisfy the desires of all living. If you go to verse, verse, uh, verse 19 of that same Psalm 145, look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, he will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. And I say he will fulfill the desires of those that cry unto him, those that fear him. God says that he will fulfill their desire. Look at Psalm 20 verse 4. Psalm 20 verse 4. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, may he grant you according to your heart desire and fulfill all your purpose. I pray that prayer for somebody that God will grant you according to all of your heart desires and fulfill his purpose for your life in the name of Jesus. I want us to begin to pray. We don't have time again. We are going to cry. We will first thank God. I want us to first thank God for all the prayer that we have prayed in the past. Some of us have prayed and we say, God has no answer. But God has answered. It's only that we have not seen the result. But in the realm of the spirit, whatever the prayer has been released. We are going to thank God and say, Father, I thank you. If you can remember anything that God has done for us in the past, maybe how God delivered us from accident, maybe how God saved us when we are sick, maybe how God provided for our needs, maybe how God sent people to help us. I want us to begin to say, uh, pray and say, Father, I thank you for all the miracles of the past that I've enjoyed. I thank you. I thank you for how you took care of my need. I thank you for how you touched the heart of men to bless me. I thank you for all that you have done for me. Father, be glorified. I want us to begin to thank God. Let's thank Him. Let's thank Him. Ramakoto Sidi Kapanika Sebo Judika Podia. Mesunda Nepra Haidia Basidi Kapodia. For how you supply my need. For how you take care of my children. For how you take care of me when I was looking for a job. For how you provided a good paying job unto me. When I cry unto you. For not putting me to shame. Let the photo Libagana. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's If you can thank him enough, he's going to do something much more in the name of Jesus. If you can thank him enough, Lord, I thank you because you are a good God. You never fail me. I have a God that will never die. 
word. I want us to cry out to God and say, Father, this morning, let me be filled with the water of life. Let me be filled with the Holy Ghost. Fill me afresh. In the name of Jesus, I am hungry. I'm thirsty. Fill me with the water of life. Fill me with the water of life. In the name of Jesus, let your power come upon me afresh. Let me 
men begin begin to come out. Let many begin to come out. Out of the place where they said there is no job. Let job. I think job begin to come out and look at me. In the name of Jesus. Where they said there is no effort for my soul. Send help us. Send help us. In the name of Jesus.
Dios, Brit, Vianney. 